Welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It's November the 27th. And on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 2012 and we travel to Milan, where officials announced a campaign to raise funds for the cathedral's preservation by asking patrons to adopt the building spires. Famous for its pink candolia marble and its pearly white facade, and adorned with 135 spires and 3,004 statues, Milan Cathedral, Il Duomo, is known worldwide. Officials launched a campaign offering its 135 spires up for adoption, announcing that donors who contributed 100,000 euros or more would have a plaque with their name engraved on it, placed on a spire. The American writer Mark Twain visited the magnificent cathedral in 1867 and wrote, What a wonder it is, so grand, so solemn, so vast, and yet so delicate, so airy, so graceful. Away above on the lofty roof, rank on rank of carved and fretted spires spring high in the air, and through their rich tracery one sees the sky beyond. And up on the roof, springing from its broad marble flagstones, with the long files of spires looking very tall, close at hand, but diminishing in the distance. We could see now that the statue on the top of each was the size of a large man, and although they looked like dolls from the street. They say that the Cathedral of Milan is second only to St. Peter's at Rome. I cannot understand how it can be second to anything made by human hands. Its official title is the Metropolitan Cathedral Basilica of the Nativity of St. Mary, and it took 579 years to construct. It's the largest church in Italy. The larger St. Peter's Basilica is in the state of Vatican City. And it's the second largest in Europe and the third largest in the world. It is called Il Duomo, following an Italian tradition, using the word house as a cathedral, as in the house of God. The cathedral in Florence is also referred to as the Duomo. One of its early architects, a Frenchman called Mignot, was called to assess how the masons were doing, as the masons needed new technical aids to lift stones to unprecedented height. He declared that all the work done until then as being a pericola de ruina, a peril of ruin, as it had been done sine scientia, without science. This just spurred the engineers on to improve their instruments and techniques, and in 1488, both Leonardo da Vinci and Donato Bramante created models in a competition to design the central cupola. Leonardo later withdrew his submission. After the reforming Charles Borromeo became Archbishop of Milan, all lay monuments were removed from the Duomo, and in 1577, Borromeo finally consecrated the whole 
edifice as a new church. 200 years later, on the 20th of May in 1805, Napoleon Bonaparte, about to be crowned King of Italy, ordered the facade to be finished and in his enthusiasm he, he assured that all expenses would fall to the French treasurer. The facade was completed, but the reimbursement was never paid. And as a form of thanksgiving, a statue of Napoleon was placed at the top of one of the spires, and Napoleon was crowned King of Italy at the Duomo. The Allied bombing of Milan in World War II further delayed construction, and like many other cathedrals and cities bombed by the Allied forces, the Duomo suffered some damage although to a lesser degree compared to other major, major buildings in the vicinity, such as the Scala Theatre. It was quickly repaired, and it became a plaza of solace and gathering for displaced local residents. Inside, at the left of the altar, is located the most famous statue of all in the cathedral, Saint Bartholomew Flayed, and the saint shows his flayed skin thrown over his shoulders like a stole. A small red light bulb in the dome above the apse marks the spot where one of the nails, reputedly from the crucifixion of Christ, has been placed. And the holy nail is retrieved and exposed to the public every year during a celebration known as the Rite of the Nivola. And in the crypt, Borromeo himself is interned in a rock crystal casket. And the five-manual, 225-rank pipe organ, built on Mussolini's command, is currently the largest organ in all of Italy. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. Thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow if you can as we look at the Czech priest and sociologist Thomas Halleck and his book The Night of the Confessor, Christianity in a Time of Uncertainty. As we're coming towards the end of a year of podcasts, it's unlikely that next year we'll be able to keep on producing a daily podcast unless funding allows it. If you wish to support us or you can suggest themes for a series of podcasts for next year, please email us on pogppod at gmail.com. Our archives can be found at www.pogp.net. And if you have time, please subscribe and share the podcast with friends. Have a lovely day wherever you are, and thanks for listening.